Welcome to the Buyers Club. On today's episode, I sit down with Justin Rigney, the president of sales for Montfrey Denim. And uh, I've known Justin for quite a long time, over 10 years. And I've seen him kind of flourish into this sales monster, I would say. But um, he goes over his time in New York and he moved for this gig about... I would say a year and a half ago and uh, he's flourishing over there and he kind of goes into the conversation of how he loves LA and what's different from LA to New York and uh, sort of how he got his start in the industry. So I think it's a really, really interesting conversation and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. We're going to, we're, we're going to start off here. Uh, Justin Rigney. I've known you for such a long time, and I'm I'm obviously known for awkward introductions, and you're my awkward friend that I've loved forever. He's awkward? That's not <laughs> no, really no, nice, no. What I a mean, good way to start this. What no, a way no. To I, intro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean you're awkward as a person. I mean we do awkward <laughs> things together. And again, I don't know how you want to say that either. <laughs> I'm gonna just get it. You need a shovel. <laughs> that sounds really weird too. But um, I, I just. I just want to introduce this man. He came from L.A. He came for us. No, I'm lying. He came <laughs> for an us. event. He came for a work event. But he Market. came, what, three three days ago? <laughs> yeah, three days ago. And and how are you like in L.A.? Because you, you've been around for, for, you know, a year now? It's been a long time. 30, 32, 31 years in New York. I've only been I've only been in L.A. for a year now, but... Uh-huh. LA is dope. I like it. Um, hey, are you, you bi-coastal or do you uh, live there full-time now? No, I mean, I travel a lot. I don't even know what my apartment looks like. I travel so much. <laughs> but um, it's been it's been cool. I get to come here like five, six times a year just for, just for market. And then, you know, we do random things here and there. But it's nice because obviously having a Jewish mom, I can't see her enough. So Oh, that's, that's a really good segue because I was going to ask you on the pod <laughs> – you're uh, a Puerto Rican Jew, right? Yeah. Or or you're Jew you're you're Jewish and you're Puerto Rican. Yeah. I don't I don't know if you could even say Jew anymore, so I'm not gonna say that. You, you did but. twice already, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. Puerto Rican Israeli. <laughs> Puerto I'm Rican not even Israeli, Israeli yeah. at all. <laughs> no, but uh, I found that very fascinating because yeah. you like locks. You like arroz con pollo. The first thing I did this morning, last actually, I got in last night. I went to Katz's Deli, got pastrami, woke up this morning, went to Ross and Daughters, and got. Ooh, <laughs> Ross and Daughters. Had to. Are those bagels. like the, the biggest things you miss living in LA? Bagels and be, bagels, pizza, and delis, Jewish delis. Fair. It's just the biggest miss. I mean, what would you consider like the one thing that you, other than food, that you find very different? In LA versus New York, I think because I got a lot to say. Well, the weather, obviously, obviously the weather, the weather for sure. It's super right. nice out there. Like everyone here, all they do is complain. I didn't realize how much people in New York complain about the weather until I left New York and I that, came back. That's just like, East Coast thing. All but yeah, we, all we talk sure. about is oh, it's so cold today. It's so cold today. I'm like, I haven't been cold in a year. I've been there in a year and four months. In a year and four months, <laughs> I haven't been cold. So. I mean, I, I'm usually the guy that's hanging out in in a V-neck back in the day. With like a leather jacket. I see you sewed in the V. <laughs> yeah, I sewed in the V. Add now it. I wear a crew neck. You know what I'm saying, my boys. But either way, I, well, you I gotta plug him. What, who's your boy? Oh, jo- Joseph Wakili, right here. We this is straight off, off of back. USPS. <laughs> straight but, off the boat. Straight off the boat. But 
<laughs> not not off the boat. It, it was it was local. It was local. It came from Jersey. <laughs> Made in the USA. <laughs> Straight off the back of the van. <laughs> Made in the USA. Super probably thick literally cotton. there. <laughs> no, but I I, I like to. I like to get into the fact that, you know, I think that you made a smooth transition. You uh you you bleached your hair blonde right I did. away, I did. right? I had to. Look at that. Ooh! Took off immediately. But I like how you're still wearing the New York hat. Always, That's, always. Know. Right when we leave, I'll put the Lakers hat on. Oh no. <laughs> if you if you put on that Dodgers LA Dodgers hat, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking lose it. I swear to God. But you know, uh, what what are you here for in in general? And I'll introduce what you do, and and we'll kind of get into the progression of your life as well. I mean, yeah, you could let him introduce what he does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm here for market. Um, I work for the brand Monfair. I'm president of sales, and just here with you know just doing the market appointments. We mm. have a big press preview tomorrow night. Oh, um, nice. Should be nice. really fun. Hopefully, you're gonna join us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll be there. I gotta move though. I'm moving on Friday. But moving on Friday. Yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that later. He's moving apartments within the same building though. So like, <laughs> thank <laughs> you for that context. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he would have hit me now with this crazy shit, story. <laughs> so you have no idea how crazy my move was. <laughs> no, I got no context. Wait, wait, wait. All movies are crazy, but it's the same building. Yeah. So. No, no, no. But you don't understand. It's gonna be even crazier because my my fiance Jess. She doesn't like packing, so there's gonna be a bunch of Who loose. Packing? That's what you're gonna be a bunch. There's gonna be a bunch of loose items all over the apartment <laughs> that I'm gonna have to fucking scour the last minute to try to get them up to the fifth floor. But so. you know what's great? When you guys first met, she was like, "This guy's great." You know what he loves? He loves packing. <laughs> He's a professional mover. I gotta. All, this man. is a keeper. <laughs> I mean, I, I've always looked like a great packer, and I. <laughs> wow. Wow, <laughs> come on, guys. You don't got to make it weird. You guys are always making it weird. These first five minutes are super strange, but but I love it. I mean, going back to you, though, yeah, you're going to do this event. What What is going to entail on this event for you? You're just going to be this because he's always been a great sales guy. Yeah, but so that's what's nice is it's like, so, you know, you know me, you know how, how far I've come and kind of like where I've, I've worked to get to. And what's what I love about this role yeah. is. <clears throat> you know, Stephen Dan and Sean Rudez, the owners of the company, what's great, great is guys. Great guys. they're amazing. What's amazing about them is they make you feel like family. And, you know, it's like you, you work all your life to get somewhere where you wake up and you love your job and you're excited to do it. And it doesn't feel like work. Right. And what's great is I've always wanted to not just be behind a desk and not just be in stores. I've wanted to feel like part of something. And it's great to be at this event and, and really mingle with these people and kind of talk about the history of the brand. And, you know, it's at the end of the day, we're spread, you know, we're spread pretty thin with in terms of being a, a small company and right. we're growing at such a crazy rate that it's it's something where, you know, Steven's talking to someone, I'm talking to someone and we have, you know, editors coming in and, you know, it's, it's a true press preview. And it was nice to kind of see the the turnout at our first one. And this one should be even bigger. So um, it's just, awesome. And how young were you? Um, like, how young was the company rather when you when you joined them? Like, how new was it? We're, we're at about like six years uh, going on six years, um, but it's just really started to kind of catch you know a wave i mean it's crazy like obviously not to like jump too far ahead but i mean you remember back when you were at barney's when Monfrere came through the doors with steven and yeah I mean, it's crazy how steven and i literally were like rivals yeah on the exact same floor we were in the same stores and literally we would constantly be like in and out of chelsea's office like this guy's crazy like what are you doing like you can't let him oh, move so our you product guys were like oh, enemies like enemies we laugh right? about it all the time how it's like it's unbelievable that we join forces and it's like all right let's take over the world yeah i but, mean that that usually happens though yeah and we're literally like two peas in a pod now so nice so when, when you joined how long how old was monfair 
It was about five years. Like oh, cool. But you've like helped it grow a lot <clears throat> yeah. from there. I mean, it first blew up when it first hit Barney's. It was one of the first pairs of jeans that one of my um, like finance uh, roommates, when I took him shopping mm-hmm. at Barney's, he's like, all right, these feel like my comfy pants. I can wear these. And I was <laughs> like, all right, well, that makes sense. <laughs> I can yeah. understand why this brand does well because they don't feel like denim. Um, I haven't had my leg this high literally since I put jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crazy because he he gave me a pair to try on like way before he was in the into mm-hmm. the, into Barney's. And it was funny because I tried them on, and at the time I used to wear skinnier jeans, and they were they were like exactly where I wanted. I mean, <laughs> these are slim straights, you know. Just like just because like, they don't hug your ankle doesn't is, make them a straight leg. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are rolling around into like a fifteen leg opening. I used to wear like a seven. So slim, so slim. Yeah, so slim, so slim, yeah, so slim. tapered, tapered, if you will. I mean, he's he's completely gone off the rails, and now he's wearing like straight. Like yes, five oh fives. Yeah, at all times. Uh, five oh ones, but uh, I don't go for the full five oh five. But yeah, like no, I used to fly. be. I guess when I was at Barney's, um, I only wore Saint Laurent denim for because yeah. I was that was my that was my little look. <laughs> well, I mean, I was at Barney's, so you know we got a little bit of a discount. Um, I would just wait and then kind of just buy the same pair over and over, um, and I was obsessed with that. And the minute I stopped wearing that, I guess because of the pandemic. And kind of transition to baggier clothes. Now it's like, oh, there's no way in the hell I'm pulling on a pant that tight again, ever. I'm wearing like 501s or it's going to be a lot looser. So, yeah, sometimes I just feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm just like not built to like venture out. Like I'll venture out into like, obviously like for my Instagram, I got to like try new things and, and venture out there like, you know, into new new fits and stuff. But I'm always going back to a skinny. I have literally been in skinny jeans since when I got made fun of for wearing skinny jeans, I still wore skinny jeans. And I'm, to this day, I mean, I think I started wearing skinny jeans when I was like 13. Right. I have not stopped since. That was, you were an early adapter and a long hold outer. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I ref, I'm just comfortable. GQ, dead. He said, oh, nope, not dead. Still wearing them. I'm, I'm at the dead. point where I'm, people I'm are still... just like, people are just like, yo, can you breathe? I'm like, thank you, thank you. No, but the thing with fashion is that eventually it's gonna it's revolve back. Sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Back. it's gonna revolve back and it, it other depends people. on the footwear you wear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it, depending on what you like to wear on your feet, I do still agree that a skinny jean looks good with a lot of shoes that a wide like den- denim doesn't. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of people wearing like the Saint Laurent boot, for example, really only looks good with a, a skinny jean. Right. 100%. Otherwise, it, you kind of just look like a crazy cowboy with yeah. two pointy of a toe. No, and that's but, not but really a good look. Lenny but now Cabin, people are doing that. Whatever the hell you want. Now people are but that's doing a, that. Yeah, it's a tapered. It's a little different. Anyway, you know, like that boot. Some that. of us actually have to swipe our card for that tailoring bill. So. <laughs> <laughs> well. So Cliff said you transitioned from, you know, retail into corporate. Yeah. So maybe like that's something we like to highlight in our podcast so far anyway, talking to guys that have kind of made that transition. That's a transition both Cliff and I have made in our careers. So just curious, like, you know, what went into that? Like, was that your goal originally? Um, you know. So, I mean, I had I had my life as figured out as most 17 year olds. So like not at all. <laughs> um, and I literally went to college knowing I was like, I'm going to play soccer. So I played soccer in college. And that was all I really cared about. I was like, I want to play sports, but I knew I wasn't like, I didn't have the drive. Like, you know, when you just hit that moment where you're like, I'm not dedicated enough. I'm not going to be a pro soccer player. I maybe have the skill, but I'm never going to work hard enough. And you just have to like realize that. And I was like, all right, well, what am I going to do? So I was talking to my parents and I was like, I'll study business. Like business is everything. What isn't, there's business in literally everything you do. Yeah. So I found out real quick. I took an office job working for my friend who had a company and I was like, I got to wear a suit every day and I got to go in and I'm like, I'm just like filing things. So I was literally in there like moving things from a f- one file to another. I had like, I think I was dating myself, but like Nip Tuck was cool. So I was like watching Nip Tuck in the corner like, <laughs> to get through the day so I didn't fall asleep on my keyboard. 
And then all of a sudden I was like, I can't do this. So I was like, respectfully, thank you so much for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. And I went to my parents and I was like, I'm, I'm going to just work in retail. And my mom, who I'm sure we'll get into, who's basically your mom, like everyone's mom. Oh, yeah, that's that's <coughs> my my Jewish Puerto Rican mom. <laughs> but she's not Puerto Rican. The Puerto Rican checks. The Puerto Rican yeah, checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Puerto Rican By association. By, association. by marriage yeah, and exactly. association and uh, perhaps cuisine. She actually, <laughs> perhaps. she actually called chicken polo on the menu at a restaurant. Oh, get so the fuck out of here. Yeah, she called pollo polo. Um, Everyone and not just we'll, we'll edit that out. Yeah. We can't do my mom like that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that was, no, no. We have to just tell you that. It was it was a moment where I was oh boy. <laughs> no, it's it's all good though because it's only going to be audio and she's probably not going to listen to the whole thing. So <laughs> yeah. don't, don't worry about it. And so uh, and that's when you decided to go to Blue well. Meets, so basically, or? so my mom my mom's worked there for you know for years and she you know she wanted to to do something. She's one of those people that just will never stop working. Like she's going to work until literally like. She's literally gonna miss her funeral because she has to go to work. And she's, like, and she's a beast too. She's a beast. She's like, a beast. it's crazy. Like, she just is one of those people that just doesn't stop. And so, you know, she wanted to keep doing stuff. And so she took a job with Bloomingdale's and she was with J Brand. And that's kind of where my start was. And I was like, look, just can I get a job? Obviously, she gave me a referral. She's yeah. like one of the top sellers there. So they're just like, of course, we'll bring him in. I had no idea what I was doing, but I'll never, never forget this. I sat down with um, the. DMM of the store who was like, it was like my third interview. I was like, geez, I was like, I gotta work this hard with a reference. And I literally sat down. She's like, all right, well, sell me something. And I'm like, that's the most awkward question. I'm sure you guys have had interviews. Like, yeah. that's the most awkward question. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not in a setting where I need to sell you anything. Yeah. Like, what's exactly. my commission? Also, rate? I feel like I'm faking it. So it's like harder yeah, to be natural. It's awkward. Yeah, for sure. So it somehow, just like on the fly, I was like, all right, give me that calculator. She gives me the calculator. I was like, what's 10 divided by 5,000 times 63,000? And she was like, I don't know. I was like, well, you need a calculator. And she was like, boom, done. Sold. Like, well, you pulled the Wolf of Wall Street trick yeah, before with the 100%. trick. 100%. Nice. And I looked, nice. I was like, where the hell did I get that from? That, that's, that's pretty good being, you know, quick yeah. on your toes. Yeah, 100%. Nice. But, but when when he <clears> came when he came to Bloomingdale's his first You were already day, there? I was already there. I was there for like- You had just uh, started, right? Yeah, like a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And I was rough around the edges. You you already written up what fourteen times? <laughs> no, in thirteen days. No, how dare you? How dare you, son of a bitch? But <laughs> he's just getting slandered on this one. <laughs> no, he, he he slanders a lot of people. But <laughs> let me <laughs> right back at me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> let me be clear. He came in in a in a full on suit and a bow tie, and and he wore a different bow tie for about. I would say probably around 80 days. Fun fact, I Wait, still You're wearing have, a bow tie to sell jeans? So, <laughs> listen, we're going to get to my philosophy. I had a genius. I'm telling you, this is no, no. this was my thought process. So I'm going to tell you a fun fact. I still have over like 70, 80 bow ties that I will never touch. Like, I'm pretty sure I moved, opened that box. I was like, you can trash that. I was like, I'm not putting a bow tie on ever again. But this was my thought. I was like, everyone's in t-shirts and jeans, but the rest of the store is in a suit. If I were a suit, no one is ever going to forget me. Everyone's going to remember, like, oh, the guy with the bow tie. Yeah, Granted, I, I looked crazy. <laughs> like, I looked insane, and everyone laughed at me on a daily basis. But other than Jay Ashton. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Jay Ashton was, uh, he came, like, a year later, and he was also wearing bow ties without even knowing that Justin was No, he copied this. me. First of all, let's set the record straight. He copied <laughs> me, okay? He didn't copy I was the you. bow tie guy. <laughs> you were wearing a V-neck by the time he came, but... I think it, it really, it really, truly exemplifies who Justin Rigney is because he always goes outside of the box, always tries new shit, and he always sticks to it for at least 
80 days. 80 so. days. As, once I run out number. of bow ties, that's my philosophy with everything. When I'm out of bow ties, I got to move on. Well, that's very apropos to you coming with a, a suit cliff to your first interview at Barney's and you letting oh, yeah. them know that it was uh, bespoke. Oh, and then, yeah, and then yeah. having to roll that one real quick back. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was real. I, I like that he brought that up because I was not expecting that. But <laughs> so, so, so when I had my first interview at Barney's for an assistant buyer for tailored clothing, uh, the the hiring manager asked me, he was like, oh, I like your suit. Where is it from? And I was like, it's bespoke. It was actually Zara. <laughs> and I, and he was like, oh, word. Uh, what what bespoke company? Yeah, like, let me, let me like, lie to the head of tailored clothing and pretend there's some bespoke place he doesn't know about. I was like, there was, there was clearly uh, a bespoke place he hasn't seen in Brooklyn. So I was like, it's in Brooklyn. It's, it's a small oh, spot. You Brooklyn. don't even know. Yeah, all those he's ateliers like, in Brooklyn. He's like, oh, I know all of them. Which one? I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, all right. Zara? I could do two things. I could either just keep going going further or just say Zara. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be honest right now. It's Zara. It's Zara. And he was like smiling. He's like, I knew it. He's like, I knew it. Yeah, he's a professional. He probably saw that he shit buys, on the mannequin. He buys, you should have you been like, like, oh, uh, have you heard of Zara on uh, J Zara. Street? Yeah, yeah. But 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 it, it's, a, it's a really, really big lesson I learned. Because then he told me, he, he writes down, he's like this like super serious looking dude. And he writes down on a piece of paper, really angry, something, one statement. And he turns it around and he's like, credibility. He's like, that's all you will ever have in your life, credibility. He's like, from now on, you don't got to lie about anything. I wasn't going to judge you that you were wearing a Zara suit. And it doesn't matter. Not everyone could afford, could afford a designer suit. You don't have to lie about it because that's all you got, you know? <clears throat> so I realized from that day on that you could kind of just say whatever the fuck actually is going on in your life, in your mind, and people are going to accept you and they're going to love the, the genuineness about it. So yeah. no, 100%, it, it, was, like, it was a good lesson. That, that really is such a good life lesson. And, it, and it's so funny to me is because one of the things for me is it's like, I'm, I come out all the time. It's like, I am not like, I'm not doing crazy well. Like I'm not like yeah. a millionaire or anything like that. Like not yet. I'm okay. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. We're coming. <laughs> After this pod, you're going to, you're going to blow the <laughs> fuck up. So, you know, I grew up just with good parents who gave me, who, who raised me behind really good morals. And it's one of those things people see designer shoes, they yeah. see designer clothes and they're like, oh, that guy's rich. And the first thing people always point out is my earring. They're like, of course you have a diamond earring. I'm like, nope, this is Claire's. I'm like, you mm. can literally, I, I'm, I should That's be a spokesperson for Claire's. I'm like, I'm like for, I'm a, it might be the expensive line at Claire's. Like, it's the sterling silver. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's no copper. No copper. But there is no better feeling than like just being real about something. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Because all I have to say is, oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. But no, it's it. And the worst part of it is I have to shop with like six-year-olds. And I have to like move them out of the way because there's one left. And I want that. Yeah. <laughs> I, for some reason, I feel like you know Jacob the jeweler, though. I just want to put that out there. I, mean, I don't know I, why. I mean. I know of him. I know a Jacob. He's a jeweler, but it's not the <laughs> Jacob the jeweler. <laughs> Is he related to Jared? Jared from Subway? No, Jared's. Oh, no. <laughs> like he went to Jared. I was like, why the fuck Subway? Did you bring that shit up? That was that was outrageous. Yeah. Uh, Every kiss pin. does begin with K, though. Mm. <laughs> so how did the bow tie work out for you? It worked Sales? out really well. Yeah. No, I mean, look, no joke. Like my my plan worked. Like the thing is, is one of the things about me is 
things are gonna sound crazy, but I have a plan behind everything I do. Like everything's calculated. So what's I, been your newest like plan that you've you? Oh, damn, don't put me. Thought, I can't put it know. out there. This is going. Yeah, if you guys blow recent, up, everyone's right? gonna know. I can't give those away. <laughs> it's too recent. Yeah. It's too recent. It's too recent. No, but I, I I just think in general like. You went from wearing a bow tie, then you went to the V-neck. The black I, had, I had to give it up eventually. You know, I started. I started. I joined a gym, <laughs> so I was like, initially, I'm going to buy kids' clothes, so they're a he little got tighter. Jacked pretty quickly. Yeah, too. I was like, let me get let me get yoked and buy smaller t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sex sells. Like you know, like let so me get let me go like three the... sizes down in my jeans and yeah. wear loafers. Yeah. He, well, Cliff he used had, to wear the women's Levi's. It's, yeah, it, wow. it is true. That's I don't know fine. how he knows all this shit. He's like, I feel fact like if check, there was well, ever, I, mean, I, I don't need to fact check anything. You talked about this on podcast episode number two. Oh yeah, you're right. I he, feel like if there was, just, <laughs> he's just bringing it back to episode four. I feel like if there was ever a point for a, it was just right there. <laughs> no, but he had he had cleavage that was so voluptuous that voluptuous. It was, it was me. Just, yeah, no. like with the V neck. Oh no. man, come on. Come on, there you go okay. again, making shit okay. weird. This is what I'm talking about. But I, mean, I don't know that I was. <laughs> I don't, I don't know he, that I ever described like, oh, describe you yourself. Him voluptuous. <laughs> Nobody made it weird other than you, dude. <laughs> oh anyway, so what? What kind of made you want to leave retail and then go to corporate? Then so this is something I really want to talk about on here, and I thought about earlier was when you kind of you know we were like, come on. So I was like, you know, what? if there's one thing I want people to think about is that the hardest thing from going from where I was to where I'm now is that. One of them, I love interviewing people. I don't know why. I think I think it's like you said. Is like I love weird questions. I love yeah. weird situations. Like, and then I, it's my favorite thing is like, don't worry about it. I was a weird question. You don't even need to answer it. Like, let's move on. <laughs> I do that all the time. It's so much fun because like the thing is is like you got to get rid of the nerves. And like, there's no better way to get rid of nerves than like than, than laughing, than yeah. being like as if you're with your friends, like treated like a conversation. Yeah. So, <clears throat> if there's one thing that I learned from kind of that situation is that. I think there was a stat the other day or like a couple months ago that came out that like they took like the top business schools and they asked them, what do you expect to make? Like, what's your, what do you think the average salary is out of college? And all these people put six figures. Like, I think the, the craziest, I think it was something like 80, 70%. Don't fact check me. I don't know what it was, but a really that high percentage, correct, a really high percentage said six figures. That's what I thought. So in my head, I'm like, that's crazy. Cause I was making back in the day, this is, I mean, this is probably the equivalent of, I was making like 70 K yeah. working sales at Bloomingdale's. I was like a million dollar seller, a top seller at like 23 years old. I thought I was so cool. And I realized how hard I worked for that, but I realized I was like, what's my long, like, what's the, like, what's the longevity of this? Like, what's yeah. my long-term You can goal? only build a book so much when you're selling a certain right. AUR. Volume, and I was like, so. at what point am I going to be tired of this? And not to say like, of course, nothing bad against retail. Like, I think it's great, but it's a matter of that's not what I wanted. And if you literally go into something thinking that you're just going to make six figures, and then it's like, you come into interviews, like, well, the number one question that you're going to get asked, and it's the most awkward question. We were talking about this earlier is yeah. how much do you want to make? Yep. It's always awkward. You're always going to say 70,000 over what you actually want. Well, you never want to like, tell them. Yeah. You never tell them like, Oh, what were you making? Like all oh, 150 K. It's like, right. weren't you a janitor? Like what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Not, so, nothing so, wrong with janitors. So, so what's the wrong salary range? Either, oh, it depends like, on experience. All right. So then what have you pegged mine at? Like, yeah. Oh, we don't really want to say. Exactly. Ah. The thing is, is when I left Bloomingdale's to go to J brand, I took like a 20 K raise. Like I literally started at like 55k, but I knew that I was like, this is a career 20k path. cut. Like I took a 20k uh, pay cut, cut yes, but, but yeah, it was yeah. flat salary versus commission. Flat salary versus yeah. commission. I, I did a similar thing when I. Transitioned. I don't think there's enough time on the podcast to talk about the the <laughs> for problems with commission and why that's not stable. But you know, like going, you have to kind of take. You, I'd rather take two steps backward to take yeah. 20 steps forward. As long a, game, you know, 100%. like you think I, I about did the, the same game. thing. I mean, I left. Yeah. I was at Suit Supply. Um, 
I went to school for business as well because yeah. I wanted to work in fashion. I figured I can't design things, but I'm pretty good at like kind of figuring out which ones are cool or what could be cool. And like I like reading about it. Right. So let me get a business background and then maybe go be like a buyer or something like that. But like I didn't know how to do that. And my school did not feed into doing that sort of system. So went to work at Suit Supply um, to, to sell suits and kind of meet people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when I got the opportunity to move to Barney's as an assistant buyer, it was a big pay cut because I was losing on two different commissions that I was making. Right. Um, obviously, my hourly there was terrible but the other two the payments were pretty good but as you said very inconsistent right. so the same exact thing i took about like a 20k decrease flat overall to go work there knowing that like my later goal would be much better and yeah it has been so yeah no 100 <laughs> and like that's it, it's just like that literally just goes to show you that like the thing is is like i just feel like it's it's instagram it's tiktok and it's instant instant gratification and it's just like i want it now and then you see people that are like making posting all the stuff with bad barbie i don't even know how to pronounce her name but she just posted that she made 53 million dollars on OnlyFans. oh yeah i saw that yeah. on instagram the other day and it's just like that's just because she did that doesn't mean you are well the yeah. problem is also you don't really realize um the stepping stones these people got to skip right a lot of them i'm not i don't even know the specific situation i don't know her background but there's just situations where a lot of these people you know they were propelled into money or even having just a nest egg to start with or even not having student loans leaving school is going to give you an advantage that other people don't have so yeah. uh, I think we definitely compare ourselves far too much, um, too often to people on uh, social media. 100%. Comparison is the thief of happiness. It's always been said. So, so you gotta, you gotta see how certain people moved and you gotta, you gotta see what you can cherry pick from that and learn from it and learn from other people's mistakes. And then, you know, just take your own route, take your own lane. That's what I always say, but so how did you um, make the switch happen? Like, was it a, you know, was it organic? Did someone just come in and kind of like start talking to you about it? Or I, mean, so, like, have to go for it? I mean, so realistically, obviously, yeah. like there's no like no beating around the bush. Like my mom worked with J Brand for women's. Right. She was a beast and she was really close with all of them. And when I started with Bloomingdale's, there was always the idea of me becoming the specialist for J Brand. And I worked at it and I worked at it. And that's another thing is, again, is like, you know, if you want something, stay that course. Like the thing is, everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah. And you you remember, like it took, it was six months. Oh, we're going to have the contract to you in a month. Two months go by. Oh, we're going to have it to you in a week. A week goes by. Oh, we're going to have it to you in another month. I had You were offers, pretty persistent. And I was, and, and I, didn't, I never asked. I never followed up. I never harassed anyone. And I was a top seller and I had all these different brands coming to me saying, oh, do you want to be our specialist? Do you want to be? No, I was like, this is what I want to do. I know I love this brand. This is what I'm interested in. And, you know, I, I really credit that a lot to where I am today is I just didn't, I'm not going to just take something to take something. And a lot of people, you know, again, not to say that like, I don't know everyone's needs and I don't know what everyone wants, but like, if you can wait for what you really want to do, it's super important because you, there's no better feeling than getting out of bed and not feeling like you go to work. Like I said, at the beginning of this, like that is the best feeling in the world. Yeah, uh, because absolutely. you're never going to work harder. You're never going to be happier with what you do in, unless you truly enjoy what you do. Absolutely. Um, is is there in fashion? You you always you know kind of stayed within denim. It, is that something that you ever thought of like transitioning out of? Obviously, you're really happy where mm-hmm. you are now, but you know, were you ever like interested? Because you always wore designer clothes. Yeah. So like. Is it anything that you were ever tempted to like go into and then you were like, you know what, I'm going to keep keep doing my, you know, specialist like I'm a denim guy. So I think I think another thing, too, is it's like just relationships are like so yeah. important in this industry. And it's like it's one of those things where I'm like, sure, do I want to get into like other things and do I have interest in other things? But 
as long as I'm in the industry and I'm doing what I'm doing and, yeah. you know, as long as I'm happy and, and you know, my, my bills are paid and I'm on a good trajectory, like, you know, it's not, something I, it's not something I'm worried about. It's just I hate to leave the people I love working with. And, like, they really become some of my best friends. All, most of my best friends are from this industry. You know, we would have never met if, if it weren't for Bloomingdale's. Yeah, absolutely. Jess, obviously, we never would have met if it weren't for Bloomingdale's. Like, we wouldn't have met if it weren't for Cliff. And yeah. it's, like, it's just crazy. It's it's literally is a circle of life. Like, you just, it's such a small world, and you just constantly are meeting new people. Yep. Um, and I don't know. It's just It's just one of those things where I would hate to, like, even where I am now, it's, like, it's bittersweet where it's like, sure, do I want to bring people in and, and work under me and take over, you know, specialty? It's one of those things where but then you lose those relationships. I mean, yeah. You, have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, sure. how crazy is it? Everybody yep. always comes in and is like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to I'm going to take specialty, but I can't wait to get out of it. Yeah. Specialties. You meet the best people, the like, best, the best people working with these small because these are true stores like this is not a big corporation. These and they have, they they have so much more say over yeah. kind of what they can do and what they can control. So there's a lot 100%. more potential to establish a relationship where you exactly. can grow a business yeah. without all the red tape for sure. Yeah. Usually brands 100%. are built through specialty stores 100 percent, and so. and that's like where i'm at is like i don't ever i'm like no i don't want to get rid of them i'm like i'll keep i'll, I'll figure it out i'll just make it i'll make time for it like so yeah. was denim always like a passion of yours before you worked in the industry no. or you kind of picked it up you know no. by working in it <laughs> literally we'll never forget i really tried to get into the bow tie business okay, okay. <laughs> everyone roasted me on a daily basis so i was like this can't be it <laughs> But um, no, what's, what's on Tumblr and everything. So what's crazy is my mom and dad had their own business and um, <clears throat> my dad's a graphic designer and my mom was a product manager for a long time. And my mom actually, her first job was she worked for Le with Levi's for 20 years when they like first started and blew up. And, you know, my parents actually gave up their company because they were traveling to India, Japan, you know, I don't know where else, but they were always gone. And they had me and they were just like, we're not gonna have our son raised by a nanny. So, you know, shout out to my parents. Like, that's a major thing, but I'm also like, how much was that business worth? Like, <laughs> you did that for me? You're like, <laughs> like you should have thought twice. Waited yeah. before you cashed out. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> let me let me look let me look over the paperwork and we'll go and, back and see. And if you could have had idea. that Donnie Trump small loan of a million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> um, but but no, so it wasn't something that was on my radar. I will never forget both my parents saying to me, please don't get into this industry. <laughs> really? So, I mean, it's, so they were trying to detract you. But it yeah. was in your life in a huge way. So uh, even if it's not like a passion of yours, obviously yeah. your parents were so involved in it. It's like something you couldn't really avoid. I mean, my mom can literally spitball off the top of her head like what comp like what components make up denim and like how it's yeah. made and like where it's made and what makes it stretchy like she knows everything wow she, um, she, she's a wealth of knowledge mine i have to lie to you about what i spend on it oh my god i have to cut it in half and then kind of usually reduce it by a little bit more than that and then, no, and then my, it's usually all right my mom's pretty frugal too so she she'll go to like fordham road and and you know cop like 15 dollar denim yeah. and it's okay yeah and then she'll look at my denim and then she's like why why I mean, like, we, why? Well, Por qué? I mean, when you're, Por qué? <laughs> when you're you know? getting, when you're getting Saint Laurent's for fifteen dollars, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the, we had twenty, we had that. twenty, 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 and then forty percent off on the back end. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was only, Bloomingdale's that was, was only the king of the stacking of discounts. Oh my god, it was literally that was the hardest part of working for Bloomingdale's was understanding and learning the discount, and then number one rule don't get a Bloomingdale's credit card yeah you gotta you gotta learn how to manage keep that prepay funds. keep that prepay yeah because your bankroll it's like if you're a poker player you, you gotta manage the bankroll 
at Bloomingdale's, you basically had to manage a bankroll because mm-hmm. you could literally go broke after you got paid. They need to teach. They need to have a class in college that if you're going to work at a retail store, you need to take, you know, like lawyers, get like an extra year of school or four years, doctors for us. <laughs> they literally need to give, you're going to work at a retail store, they need to teach you that a credit card does not mean you're getting a Montclair for free. <laughs> you have yeah. to pay that off. Yeah, like, yeah. Or with per, interest. Or, or perhaps yeah. maybe it's not the best thing to do is to hand your salary directly back to the company who gave right. it to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do Pop try, Folk I, singing about Mike Amiri, Mike Amiri, <laughs> Christian Dior, Dior, because he's got that money. Yeah. R.I.P. Well, you might R. have R. the R. jeans, R. but there's no racks to fit in the pockets. So. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you can't because there's so much stretch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember one time I bought this like perforated leather jacket. I would never wear a perforated leather jacket, but it was like a hundred bucks, and I was like, <laughs> "Yo, this shit looks fly," and everyone's like, "But like, where are you gonna wear that?" And I'm like, "I'll figure out a spot." And I wore that shit every day for the next how many thirty days just to justify your spend. Yeah, how yeah, many, yeah. How many conferences? <laughs> like it didn't matter. Like the, the the rules of fashion, like no black, brown, no. It didn't. Cliff was wearing black, uh, pink, rap. blue. Like, oh, I, that jacket oh, was a part of oh, every outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he, he was also the first one to roll his jeans up nine times instead of two. No, right? It's okay. Ten times, ten times, <laughs> minimum. <son of> bitch. <laughs> yeah, you know what I have Always to ask you? The one thing I had to ask you. Speaking of jeans, do you still have any of your nudies? I do. I do. I keep them. So I've repaired a bunch of them because nudies, nudie jeans is known for repairing mm-hmm. for free. So I guess they let's not spend to too like, much time on nudie. You know, I work for a different <laughs> brand. So yeah, yeah. But I just want to tell quick. the guests. I just want to tell the guests. Let's make it quick. Know. I just want to tell the, the the people listening, the you know the thousands of people listening, it's millions, millions. Yeah, that you know they, they they're all about that organic shit and they like the sustainability aspect. So I still keep it because I feel like nudies is going to be popping probably in fifteen years. Are they in your freezer? <laughs> no, I hope not. I we did. did. We disproved that shit. <laughs> yeah, that shit was disproved. Oh my! Your God. jeans are stinkier, and you got a dirty freezer. Oh my <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's it's there's still up for debate that you could put your shit in the freezer. And I no, think it's wrong. It kill I, I'm pretty sure he just said it was full on. It's disproved. not up for the debate <laughs> unless you have a this freezer. This is a classic clip. Tomato, dude. tomato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless Depends you have, a, on what you're looking unless for. it's an industrial quality freezer, like at a restaurant, which I'm yeah, sure which, you do not have in your house. Exactly you don't know that. I do know that. I do know that. <laughs> All it does is make them hibernate. So, like the minute you take them out, you'll feel like they smell better. But the second they warm up, it's even worse because all of them uh, warm up again. And you've had your dirty jeans in your freezer where you have food. So, it's had, like that's a no go. Being be a being a dentist, uh, NYU hand. did the study. I could, uh, you know. No, I don't. I don't care about the study, yeah. but. Thank if you. if Thank FIT you. did it, I believe, I believe, credit, I believe yeah. you, yeah. It was done at FIT. No, but I, I Over do. Over at NYU? I don't know. <laughs> Fashion Institute. So, did, yeah. did anyone ever wash their raw denim at the beach? Or was that only me? Oh, the dent, uh, like in the, the ocean, the ocean soak <laughs> things that people used to do, yeah. yeah. Like in the bathroom showers, <laughs> it's a real thing. No, I know people I knew used people to go that. in the ocean to get the salt water on it and then let it dry in the sun and then rinse. Was it. I the only one that did this? I never did it. I just read about the idiots doing it on a style forum. No, no. First of all, it gives the best washes, all right? Okay, and the best stank. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You smell like seaweed, but all in all, I think it's a really good process that I learned that also is irrelevant now. So 
<laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but all so I really, know, you just forgot your swimsuit. All, no, yeah, <laughs> no and, I, and at the time I was a little skinnier, so I thought I was like getting chiseled. So I, I would come out with my jeans out of the beach. Every, no one's looking at you like you, you look like you're in shape. They're like this dumbass is wearing his jeans in the water. <laughs> you're like this homeless guy's got a shower like guy, somewhere. You like the dudes that go to the and gym then I in their turn, jeans. And then I turn no. around and it's nudies on the back of my back pocket. All right, and at the time. It was a two hundred dollar pair of jeans. Yeah, it's a flex. So come Wait, on. If, if that beach. got, if you put that on Instagram, you'd be viral. Yeah, for for sure. Back in the day, menswear days, for sure. Um, uh -huh, uh -huh. What what are you? What brands are you into now? Or are you not technically allowed to talk? No, no, I mean that's the thing. Is like one one thing I I love is like and and I try to keep like my, even my Instagram organic. Is like I will say like I literally this is you you know how how much i traveled for work with j brand and all that and like right i don't want to i don't want to hate on any of the j brand stuff but it was never fully my style right and like i'd pack on trips and my suitcase was so heavy because like i had to pack like all right this i gotta wear i'm gonna wear the jeans during the day but then i need something to go out in and i found myself I'm like why is my suitcase like so light and like i literally wear mom Frere day to night like it's a true it's a brand that truly like is something i love it's yeah. comfortable it fits fit. me well yeah yeah, jackets, Monfrey, jeans, Ooh. Monfrey. Ooh. <laughs> We're gonna put price tags on Monfreyfashion.com. No. <laughs> the shoes are um, obviously Converse, and no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, no, he's actually a sneakerhead, which uh, I can't relate to because I I do wear sneakers, but I, I really like. Yeah, he only wears the upsize. Ass, ass, ass. We, we gotta bleep that because I work there. So well, uh, no one knew that until I never mind. <laughs> no, but e either way, either way, we gotta. We got to give you credit because you have a whole room full of sneakers. I, I do have. A How many head. pairs do you own? It's bad. It's bad. Which uh, at my parents' place, at my place, in storage. Total. <laughs> I think I have over like a thousand pairs. Wow, really? Yeah. I mean, oh, so here's the, here's the crazy thing though is I went into high school four eleven. Like that's not a treat. So I went into high school four eleven. So you I literally was. I, I would literally had like the voice of like Taylor Swift, and <laughs> I was a size ten foot. So I literally you had, were size ten. And you were four. Like, I had skis on my feet. Wow! And I always wow. no need had, to worry about you falling over. At no, least. <laughs> no, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I and and I still I had to get the Foot Locker gels inserts that you put over your toes so they wouldn't crease. <laughs> you never put like paper. No, it was Foot Locker gels always, always. <laughs> they 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 got me. Those were the pre Jason. They got me at the register. Too. You every had to like Clorox wipe your jaws. Yeah. So so a thousand pairs of sneakers. This is lot, pretty uh, surprising. Cause... But but that's the thing is I was a size ten since I was thirteen. So literally, oh, so you got shit. I'm still a size ten to this day. Do you so, flip like, any or is it all just straight to the collection? So I don't flip. I, I I never flip. I'm like a purist of like I wear my shoes. I will. I use Grailed a lot. Um, to buy. It's, it's just strictly no to sell. I don't. Oh, okay. So I I don't do resell. Um, I just, I strictly am like, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't need shoes. Obviously, like I'm not going to go barefoot. Um, but hopefully. I'm into trends and yeah, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knock on wood, but <laughs> <laughs> so I'm into trends and stuff. And like, I'm always into like the hardest part of, of being in fashion is like, you, you don't understand the definition between people are like, Oh, want and need. Like you have to understand. I'm like, no need. I need everything. Like I, yeah, I yeah, need yeah. this. I find myself all the time, like, think about how much you say need versus want. I always say, oh, I need this. Oh, I need this. I don't need yeah. any of it. <laughs> Literally none of it. Capitalism. No, but but, yeah. but you, might, you might need some of it. Do you strategically? No, I don't Clearly need, he needs I, no sneakers. I man. do not need. I do not. Don't. See, now you're trying to, was, like, turn me back. Yeah, I was trying to enable You're you. like the devil don't on my shoulder. It. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, you need. Yo, listen, <laughs> you might need you some of this. Clearly need some of it. Right? Do you have a favorite pair or is they all your babies? 
It's really hard. To top play. five. It's really a home. Oh I do this God. thing that I said okay. top five. But here's the crazy thing. Is so this Better is, alive. This is top, right top this five are all because of nostalgia. And what's so funny is like, I don't care, like just like my skinny jeans, I don't care if Jordans go out or like get, get played out or they're canceled. I won't like, have him, but. Yeah, I don't care. I'm like, I'm not going to say Jordan ones. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, Travis Scott ones. Like, <laughs> literally, I love Jordan 11s are my second favorite shoe. The Lightning Jordan 4s are my favorite shoe ever because I could not get those as a kid. Mm. I was like, literally for safety reasons, couldn't camp for shoes because I was, my dad was like, you are going to be the first person robbed. You weigh 80 pounds soaking wet. You're literally going to walk out of the store and people are going to be like, just give me your shoes. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't think you you're giving yourself enough credit, though, because you were a size 10. You could kick the shit out of people. <laughs> Bro, no? You know how hard it would be for me to get ah, my up? You know, like, my just feet straight up. More, my feet weighed more than my whole body at that point. Like, <laughs> you couldn't lift those joints. <laughs> I would have been like, ah, never mind, take them. It's like having cement on the feet. Literally. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know where I went. Again, but the the lightning Jordan fours are are my favorite. That's like my favorite all time shoe. I always loved yellow growing up. That's two. The Jordan Elevens, the Concords, like that's just like a staple. So that's already three Jordans on top. That's no, two. It's two. Two. Okay. The lightning fours, the 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 Concord Elevens. Damn, this is tough because you know, like I don't want to discriminate against my sneakers. It's <laughs> uh, hard to pick. Jeez, I don't I don't know where else I could go for. I mean, that. it's not hard for me because I, I don't have that many sneakers, but. It's hard for people that have a lot of sneakers. I think I can only name, I think I can only really name two, and then it's like kind of a, a toss-up of like what's gonna get me the most likes on Instagram, you know? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean there there was a time that you know you, you post a pair of Yeezys and all of a sudden right. you're it's your not Instagram Yeezys, is, I'll tell you that much. No, no, no for sure. But I mean those those things are comfortable though. Are. People don't give a credit. They are. They I'm are. not gonna trash anything. He didn't, he didn't have to make 750 colors. I thought it was just the. Or it was. I think it was called the Easy 350 because he was gonna release 350 colors of that shoe. He it's did, like I think. they got the blue and blacks coming out. I'm like, oh, are those are the blue and blacks. And, oh no, these are the black. The and blue, blue and black like, V2s. What? No, these are the V3 ones. Oh, and this one's and then, the same oh, one, but uh, the writing is in red instead of white. Right, and these are see-through a little bit versus if you look up close the other one. The other ones. This is white. This is butter. The zebra, these are margarine. The zebra ones people went crazy for though. Yeah. And then they got the giraffes coming out this summer. <laughs> I don't even follow it anymore. But it's crazy. Kanye can literally do anything. It doesn't matter. If Kanye said less, like every, yo, know, guys are wearing nothing but thongs, guys would literally be out with whale tails everywhere. I will yo. say that all these freaking brands are making <laughs> these say, ugly yeah, rubber boots. <laughs> You've got hunter boots that are cool again. I mean, How? I have the puddle boots, so I can't say much. And I love uh, at least that's a short boy. We're talking about the big ones that look like you know stompers. Oh, I mean, they're, they're functional when it's raining or when there's a flood. No, <laughs> I've never stepped in one puddle with my puddle boots. It's <laughs> a fun fact. He just steps into the Uber. I actually, out step of the Uber. over the puddles because I don't want to mess them up. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's also part of fashion. <laughs> You're always trying to preserve shit, you know. Um, I, I think in general, though, there. I see you wearing a lot of like Eric Emanuel. Are you still wearing a lot of shorts on a regular basis? I do. I will say the thing about I love about Eric Emanuel is I like his story. I like how he started. And I had the most trouble finding shorts my whole life because shorts are either super long or they're way too short. And I play a lot of basketball and I'm like, all right, well, Nike shorts are like 60, 70 bucks. Yeah. So I'm like, why am I spending 60, 70 dollars for a short that I'm literally just playing basketball in? And then I tried. I'm not even going to lie. I saw Justin Bieber wear a pair. And mm. I'm a big believer, so that's 
That's, oh, that, Jesus. I'm going to put that out there. I'm not, I, have, I have no shame in the fact that I'm a big believer. No, but, yeah, he goes crazy yeah. when Justin Isn't it crazy when you have an idol that you look, literally you can't even say you look up to because he's like 26, so I literally look down <laughs> to my idol. <laughs> like, like, that's crazy. It's crazy. I get embarrassed as I get older because they're like, who do you really like? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know this child, Justin Bieber? <laughs> oh my god I was the worst expecting... is when you say it to, to boomers and they have a list to any of his newer stuff yeah. and they're like that guy yeah, right. like oh god no, I, not I, prepubescent Bieber like once he hit once Bieber hit puberty that's when he was fire I think over over the years though I've, I've grown to like him a little he's good so. he's, well he hasn't look, come out with new music in a while so and his judgment's held a little questionable now right now terrible I mean oh man we get it you like Balenciaga he's like, lucky that his wife knows how to dress because he does not <laughs> It's, it's I mean, his his wife throws some fits though. Just in case he views this, I I'm gonna plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you did you did mention that you were a believer, so yeah. So I I haven't even heard that term in like ten years, but it's usually just thirteen year old girls. That's probably why. And full disclaimer, I don't I don't hang out around that crowd, or like I'm not around that crowd. I don't know. I don't know why I just campaign, baby. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Delete, delete, delete. delete. Chris Hansen's he, already on his he, way. No, he's literally trying to get us all fired right now. Oh my God. <laughs> That's really good though. Jesus, there goes my job. You guys hiring? <laughs> we are hiring for a producer, but but we might have found our spot. This is a really good spot. What do you think about this spot? It's great. This is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I should have put SPF on. The lights are crazy, but <laughs> no, no, it's, it, it makes like, you look I'm better. I'm glad I got the, the hat, man. <laughs> Seriously, I should have worn sunglasses. It makes hey. you look better on the video, though, for sure. So, yeah. any advice you might give to someone that wants to transition from retail into corporate, um, other than nepotism? So, I, I think, mean, I had that same uh, advantage as well. So yeah, like, no, I, obviously, there's more that goes into 100%. it than that. But like on on the cover, people are like, oh, it's just because your mom, or it's just because you knew so and so. But obviously, there's more that goes into it than that. So maybe. You know. I think it's just knowing, like, knowing what you want to do and, like, knowing that, like, the grass isn't always greener. And, like, it is, yeah. it's really hard. Like, people see, like, that's, again, like, it's the Instagram eras. Like, people see my Instagram and it's like, oh, he was in Miami, L.A., New York. It's like, oh, it looks so much fun. It is exhausting. I'm like, do you want to go for me? Like, it's <laughs> it's exhausting. But yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a misconception. It's really hard work and it, it takes a while to get places and it's relationships and, you know, it's not easy. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, you know, know what you're signing up for and, and you have to be passionate and really love what you do. But I think transitioning out of retail is just believing in yourself and and networking and and just like I'm I'm the type of person that like I don't care who you are I don't care what you look like I don't care what you're wearing like a conversation is a conversation and you never right. know you literally never know who that person is you never know when you're gonna see that person again it is such a small world and and it's just like it's become such a like what's the word I'm looking for like it's just become such a like you know where image is everything and 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 people that's like immediately they judge you. Right. You'll notice whenever you meet someone, like it'll it'll drive you nuts. Like someone said this to me, and I started doing it. It's like, look at someone when they first meet you, and watch their like body language, and watch where their eyes go. Immediately, they just look you up and down, and they see what you're wearing, what shoes you have on, what jeans you have on, what hat you have on. Yeah. Literally, are your teeth straight? Are your teeth white? It's crazy. It, it is crazy, and, and and you also got to be a little bit aggressive, and not in the mm -hmm. sense of like bugging people but you, you got to be able to to know what you want shots. like yeah. you said yeah definitely like and and also it's it's just to kind of put that into a nutshell it's it's kind of like know your worth but also know what's realistic and and like you know understand like what really understand the industry understand the, the averages understand like what people are making what's expected from the job you know i think a lot of people just have these crazy expectations of like 
oh, like I said, I'm gonna make you're gonna make six figures right away. Like you have to grind for that. You have to you know work your yeah. way up and. And it'll come. Like, if you work hard enough at anything, it's going to come. Well, especially in fashion because there's a limited jobs and a lot of people that think they yeah. want to work in fashion. Um, mm -hmm. So there's not a lot to go around. Yeah. It's not quite as lucrative as perhaps like tech or something like that where there's 100%. a lot more skill that you need to learn ahead of time, um, less finessing, but certainly like more jobs to go around. Whereas fashion is like everyone and their mom wants to work for that, that one brand or that one department store and there's only three jobs. So they're going to pay you what they want to pay you. Yeah. And you kind of just have to go from there. 100%. Yeah, and that's the transition that a lot of people are probably making now. You know, they're they're going into social media. They're they're trying things a little younger, and they're they're not worrying about going to college and doing certain things that you know traditionally we all worried about. So I, I think there, there's definitely been a shift in in the mentality in general, and I think a lot of people are going to find you know new holes to like kind of fill. So <laughs> in a sense. But wow, you know, I said another double entendre. Speaking yeah. of holes to fill, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this 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 airtime of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, do, do you do you have any new hobbies? Obviously, we want to know about a little deeper about you. Yeah, anything too. you picked up in LA that's different than New York, perhaps? Honestly, birding. That's really it. Like what? Birding. Bird. Tell me like about the scooters. That. Oh, like the I was like oh. bird watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. So I. <laughs> that could have been anything. Fun fact. Fun fact. I am deathly afraid of birds. Like I am. Like literally, I take alternate routes around New York City if I see birds. Like crowds of birds, especially oh. are the most dangerous. Like pigeons. It's all of them. Nasty. Really? <laughs> so creepy. I'm, their legs are weird. Do you like parrots? Nope. That's even weirder. He doesn't like all birds, dude. There is not a single bird. I like eagles, though. Eagles are cool. e eagles are black as America. Yeah. <laughs> America. <laughs> eagles are cool. Eagles are cool. But I am deathly afraid of birds. Deathly. Interesting. Have you seen all the uh, like the Instagram accounts and such that go around and throw the bird scooters into the river and stuff in LA oh, because we they really don't like them? Talk about birds. No. <laughs> no, the scooters. You I was immediately like, nope. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I haven't seen that, but I do know it gets a lot of. Uh, I know they get a lot of slack. But yeah, people hate them just lying around. So then there's like it's called like bird killer or whatever. He was on Instagram for a while, and it was just videos of him at night going around and chucking the, the scooters into the water. You could probably uh, get arrested for that. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Doesn't yeah. sound like destruction of property. It's not at all. <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared of the the scooters, honestly, because I feel like you could get hit by a car real quick. Because you, you're not allowed to like ride them on the sidewalk. Yeah, so. but you ride them in the bike lanes. I guess. But... I mean, I just I just ride it like a like a, a bicyclist. <laughs> no, nah, but I I, I have uh, four people that I know have gotten hit by cars in um, New York recently. Sorry to bring are they, down, are they blind or no 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 they just got they just got hit by cars being on a bike being on the bike oh lane. bikes are but see yeah. here's the thing I'm gonna I'm gonna just fully like I feel like I'm already now repping LA and I'm like I have their back but like what bikers in New York City think they're cars like it is I've seen some crazy stuff on bikes like yeah, people on bikes true. don't even look like the amount of times I'm driving and like I'm looking to make sure because like my dad biked his whole life right loves biking and I know like he's super safe and he kind of raised me that way. These guys literally will just like turn in front of car, not even look. But there, but there's also crazy drivers. Oh, 100 percent as well. There's crazy people on both ends. Yeah, 100%. exactly. I've just I've just seen. So I'm not saying but, not your friends, obviously. <laughs> no, the, maybe, maybe some we don't know. Are. I don't know them. Maybe some of them are. <laughs> it's just New York City is also a, it's a different place in New York. Well, that's why they don't have like bird and such here. Because LA is it's just a not spread more out open, enough. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've never used them in LA, but I definitely use them a lot when we were in uh, Austin. They're uh, fun. Texas, They're yeah. a fun way to get it's around. It's a good way to get around because the city is more spread out than mm -hmm. in New York is, so it's not as easy to just hop on public transport to get somewhere. Yeah. No, but I'm if you'd want to do that instead of, like, getting into an Uber and, like, piling in there, especially with COVID, it's a little bit nicer. It's to just kind nice of, being outdoors. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is it's just, like, it's nice enjoying that weather. And 
So, so you've, so you've basically transitioned to being a Californian at this point. A Californian. What about, what about the the fashion? Because we we must talk about it. I LA mean, fashion versus well, he's pretty LA York fashion. He's pretty LA fashion other than you that. are pretty LA fashion today. Skinny jeans. You're typically not like this. Yeah. No, but. I mean it's it's all over the place. Like that's the thing is like I don't think I have like a style. Like I'm just all over the place. Like I just literally like it's kind of crazy. But the way I think of things is like I go to sleep. And I start thinking about like, all right, what am I wear tomorrow? And then like things will click in my head. I'm like, all right, cool. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, I'll they kind of, just you know, go outside I'll, the door. I'll, I'll, I'll rotate and figure something out, or I'll just go out naked. You know, like it's what it is. <laughs> like, whatever. Plus, at least it's warm. Right. Exactly. Plus, there's plenty of people in Venice Beach doing that anyway. So fair. I'll fit in. Fair. Fair. Um, the the scoop tees have have gone away in LA, right? I will I say been there for a while. The hilarious thing about like, and I'm sure this isn't just me, like anyone can relate to this, but like, I think it's hilarious when you move from somewhere to another place, everyone's like, oh, that's not very LA or like, oh, that those aren't very, very LA. People think Rick Owens are crazy in LA. Like really? literally they think they're crazy. And then literally like no joke. People a lot have been of like, stocks in LA, right? Yeah. People have, people have flat out been like, oh, is that like a New York thing? I'm like, no, it's like just a really popular shoe, but yeah. <laughs> it's only his best selling sneaker. Uh, yeah, literally, I'm just Geo like, go, go ahead, Google yeah. it. Tell me if you can buy one right now. <laughs> I, I do think that trends hit LA, California in general, pretty late. I yeah, I just that. don't think there's many trends. It's because, like, I will say, like, I have found myself, I have not worn any, I haven't, I've, I haven't worn, like, 60% of what I owned in New York. It's just sitting in my closet. I wear a hoodie is as far as I'll go with, like, outerwear. I wear T-shirts, shorts, and a sneaker, or in jeans. That's you it. still own a Canada Goose? Yeah, it's tucked away. He doesn't really need that in LA, you know. Yeah, I've put on my Montclair vest and sweat a little bit just for a flex, <laughs> but with no shirt on. Yeah, that's like... about it. Just no shirt on, <laughs> extra deodorant. <laughs> well, if it was a Patagonia vest, you'd fit in in New York Midtown. Exactly, you know? exactly. I would work in finance. Yeah, but yeah. Patagonia has had its run lately. Well, they did cancel all the vest production, so now they don't make them for Goldman anymore. But... That's crazy. But that's yeah. good. I think we've had a really good conversation. Thank you for joining us. Uh, obviously, you got to plug yourself. How do, you know? How can people find you online? Oh, exactly. I mean, it's easy. It's at this just in on Instagram, but that's t h one s underscore just in. But very, there's an underscore easy. between just and in, so super easy. The most common. <laughs> but they'll tag me. But they'll tag <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> they'll tag we'll, me. We'll tag you in the show notes and everything. For sure. 100%. Um, it, it was great having you on. It was great seeing you. I'll be in L.A. very soon. So. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you guys for having Thank me. Thank you, this man. Was, was we really appreciate fun. it. Thank you, brother. Of course. All right. Ooh, Think damn, that flew. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at the Buyers Club Pod. I hope you guys really enjoyed the episode. We're happy to have you here. Despacito, quiero respirar tu cuello despacito. Deja que te diga cosas al oído para que te perdas si no estás conmigo. Despacito, quiero desnudarte a besos despacito. Firmo las paredes de tu laberinto y hacer de tu cuerpo todo un manuscrito. Despacito.